Hey folks, it's Marvin Cash, the host of the Articulate Fly, and we're back with another Western North Carolina Fishing Report with Dale Collins of Tuckasegee Fly Shop. How you doing, Dale? Doing good, Marvin. Just unpacking the gear from a, a nice afternoon out on the fly trail. Yeah, well, there you go. It's kind of funny. You know, I always look at your weather and I mean, it's crazy. I think you're going to be like in the next 72 hours, you're going to be 80 degrees. And a couple of days after that, they're calling for snow. Yeah. You know, you've got uh, kind of the tail end of winter fighting with spring and um, some days one wins and uh, the next day the other. So, um, yeah, it, it's, it's still a little roller coaster and um, you know, this is that dogwood winter that we're kind of facing right now. So our dogwoods are starting to pop and then we'll get a little shot of cold weather and then, then they'll come back and the next day will be warm and they'll be full bloom. So, um, which is, which is fun because that's a sign that things are happening. You see those dogwoods blooming. So, um, so it's, it's, a, it's a good time. You just gotta kind of pick and choose your day, but, uh, you know, like tomorrow it's kind of looking dreary, but. You know, forecast is showing rain not starting until noon. So uh, you've got the morning to fish, you know, for the most part, and then throw streamers in the afternoon and have a good day of it. Yeah, there you go. And you got another fresh batch of fish, I imagine, too. Yeah, they're they're going through the April round of stocking delayed harvest um, this week and uh, next. And uh, so, yeah, it's all going to be fishing really good. Another spot uh, that gets stocked pretty regularly, Cherokee. Sometimes we often forget to chat about the Cherokee waters, but you know, they just had a tagged uh, tournament here a couple weeks ago, and um, they're opening Saturday there, I guess the end of the last Saturday in March, and um, it's absolutely loaded up in the general waters and the trophy section. So that's a place to not forget about to go as well. And um, sometimes, depending on how these, these fronts move in with the rain, uh, those, those streams coming out of the south side of the park uh, and off the parkway can sometimes have less water than the ones from the south. So um you know those are, those are nice fallbacks if, if if your favorite stream is too high um but, but man just a great time to be out on the water just any any day any situation you, you can make it happen yeah and so what should folks expect to see you know in the park and then on the dh so in the park i would toss i you know you get in there pick pick the holes the sunshine on them already uh, if you're in the shade, then, then maybe do some double nymph rigs. But if you're, if you got sunshine, then go ahead and do some dry dropper work. Uh, and I would start with a caddis. You know, we're starting, we're in that yellow caddis range. Uh, and I may drop a 6X fluorocarbon to a number 18 zebra or, a, um, you know, France fly or Frenchie or something like something small and, uh, something that picky fish aren't going to, you know, uh, second guess too much and, uh, and, and partake there. If you're going to fish hatchery supported, I like dry dropper there too. I would I would actually go to a chubby Chernobyl there. Um, I, I like a royal, so it's got uh, olive dubbing, uh, like peacock dubbing, and then it's going to have uh, a red dubbing uh, there on the thorax, and then of course a real. So it's basically a really bright indicator, um, and then you're dropping a nymph underneath that according to your depth. You know, go a little, if you're fishing deeper deeper pools, then go a little longer, but uh, this afternoon, that sun was warm. We were pushing 70 degrees. We had wild fish, uh, hitting the, hitting the, uh, the chubby. So, um, you know, it doesn't necessarily have to be a, a smoky mountain pattern to make it happen on some of these streams. Uh, but just, just a real diverse time to be on the water. 
Yeah, absolutely. And speaking of that, you know, one of the great things about spring in the Appalachians is we get some really great hatches. And a lot of those bugs are pretty big. And we got a question, you know, different bugs coming off. We've talked about blue-winged olives, March browns, blue quills. You know, which which uh, fly uh, should you pick and, you know, what uh, bugs should you target and why? You know, sometimes it can be very specific what they're, what they're zoned in on. Um, and you know, it, it may not necessarily be the specific bug, but a color. If you've got, let's say they're, they're eating yellow caddis like crazy and you just happen to have a yellow mayfly. Well, throw the yellow mayfly because that color is probably going to be the key that they're watching anyway. Um, but you know, I think my favorite, uh, spring and fall fly for dry fly activity that kind of covers all the bases is that uh, stimulator, particularly right now, the yellow stimulator. So it covers the caddis pattern, covers the stone fly pattern. And of course, uh, the way it's vertically hackled there, the front end of that pattern is uh, going to cover the mayfly look. So uh, it kind of covers all your bases and it floats a little higher. So you can drop larger nymphs underneath, you know, throw a hair's ear under there, uh, throw, it could be a small tungsten, uh, jig, you know, jig like around 18 or so, and um, but just have a lot of fun with it. And you know, it's probably 50 50 on if they're going to hit the nymph versus the simulator. Yeah, and the great thing too is you can always trim the hackle and get that thing to float a little bit closer to the surface film. Absolutely, you can really play around with how that how you present that. Um, and you know, you may you may want to go 4x, you know, depending on the size of the simulator, uh, make sure it turns over and doesn't get all twisted up. Uh, throw 4x and then go like a 6 or 7x off the dropper and uh, off the back of that hook or you may need to go through the eye of the hook just depending if you're using barbless or not um, but just just a fun way to kind of play around with some different settings yeah absolutely and you know folks we love questions on the articulate fly you can email them to us you can dm us on social media you can even drop them in the comments uh, on our social media posts whatever is easiest for you if we use your question I will send you some articulate fly swag and we went in a drawing for something cool from the shop at the end of the season. And Dale, before I let you hop, I suspect since it's warming up, you've probably moved on to IPAs after a long day on the water, but, um, that's right. Yeah. There you go. Do you have the keg at home by the way? Nope. Nope. I retired that thing. I had to, I had to pace myself. <laughs> there, there you go. <laughs> Better to burn out than fade away. Maybe. Um, <laughs> so, so uh, you want to let folks know, you know, your, uh, your warm weather hours, locations, and all that kind of good stuff? Absolutely. Yeah, so we're open Monday through Saturday, 8 a.m. to 5 p.m. And, uh, of course, always online at tuckflyshop.com. You can book trips or, uh, you know, if you need any gear picked up and shipped to your door, you can uh, find it there as well. Um, but downtown Waynesville at 110 Depot Street and head further west to Silva. We're downtown there at 530 West Main, and then a little bit further west in Bryson City at 3 Depot Street with a big brown trout statue out front. So uh, I'd be glad to help anybody any way we can. Yeah, well, there you go. Well, listen, folks, you owe it to yourself to get out there and catch a few. Tight lines, everybody. Tight lines, Dale. You too, Marvin. <laughs>